Okay, this is a video by Brad Walker, who is one of the world's top experts on stretching. stretching. And he's got an excellent first name. Right. <laughs> Watch and learn. So we'll just start with the first video. So what are the 10 rules to stretch correctly? Yeah, look, that's a really good question because uh, it is important that we stretch properly, um, both to get the maximum benefit out of our stretching that we do do, um, but also to avoid injury or avoid any aches and pains from stretching. So there are definitely some rules that we should be following. Um, one of the first things we need to realize is that there's no there's no such thing as a good or bad stretch. Um, I often hear people say, oh, that's a really bad stretch, you shouldn't do it, or, oh, that's a great stretch, everyone should do that stretch. That's really not the case. There's no such thing as a good or bad stretch. There's only what's appropriate for the individual. So it's really important that you take the time to assess uh, the individual, if that's someone you're working with, um, assess them if it's yourself that you're going to be doing stretches on. Um, have a think about things like um, your age, um, you know, how old are you, your fitness level, have you been doing exercise for quite some time, or are you a sedentary type person? Um, do you have any tight muscles? Do you have any muscles that are causing you problems? Do you have any aches or pains or injuries? These are things that you should be taking into consideration before you start any sort of stretching. And, you know, a stretch that's suitable for me and okay for me not may not be okay for you and vice versa. Something um, that you may be quite comfortable with may not be appropriate for me. So it's really important that you take a minute to just assess your own situation, uh, think about any problem areas that you might have, and then go ahead and design a stretching routine around your specific circumstances. Um, one point of, of warning I did want to make here uh, in regards to injury, it's really important that you don't stretch an injury, especially an injury in that early stage, in that inflammation and swelling stage, that's typically referred to as the acute phase, um, and that's typically the first 48 to 72 hours after an injury. So you want to really avoid all stretching during that time. Um, obviously, if you've just suffered an injury, uh, there's a lot of damage to that area. And any stretching that you do uh, may put more stress, may put more damage into that area. So that's something that we really want to avoid. So when it comes time to actually choosing your stretches and um, doing some stretches. Um, one of the things you should note is that you should be doing stretches that are most appropriate to you. So that doesn't mean that you have to stretch everything. Um, a lot of people want a full body stretch routine um, and that's not necessarily something that you need. Um, remember when I said earlier about assessing yourself, we all have different areas that are more tight than others. We all have areas where maybe one side of our body is tighter than the other side of the body. So as you start working through the stretches, just take note of where you're most tight or where you have imbalances. So what I mean by that is if you go and stretch your 
right hamstring, which is the muscle at the back of your leg. Um, and uh, you know, you can just touch your toes and then you go and try and stretch your left hamstring and you can't get to your toes. Well, that's an indication that one side of your body is a little bit tighter than the other. So the idea is to spend most of your time working on those areas that are most tight or where you have imbalances. So if you do a stretch and you don't particularly feel the stretch in that area, then that's an indication that you're not that tight in that area. So um, you don't necessarily ignore that area altogether, but it just means you don't have to place a lot of emphasis on that area. So look for those areas that are tight or where you have imbalances and spend most of your time working on those areas. Um, next, it's really important to do some sort of warm up before you do your stretching. Now, it doesn't have to be a comprehensive warm up. You don't have to go and run some laps around the block. Um, just a few uh, marching on the spot, a little bit of jogging on the spot, moving those arms and legs around just to get the blood flow into the areas that you're going to be working. And that'll help to loosen up those areas, warm them up a little bit, open up the joints and just get your body ready for stretching. Um, so next, it's really important that you stretch both before and after exercise. So before exercise, we typically do what's called dynamic stretching, which is stretches with movement. So those are things like arm swings and leg swings. Uh, if you've ever seen a swimmer uh, at the end of the pool before they dive in, before their race, they're usually swinging their arms around and out. That's dynamic stretching, and that's the type of stretching you want to be doing before your exercise. After your exercise, you want to be doing static stretching, and that's the type of stretching where you just get into a stretch position and hold that for a certain amount of time. So before exercise, dynamic stretching. After exercise, static stretching. Now, another big mistake I see a lot of people make is stretching too hard. So it's really important that you stretch gently and slowly. Um, if we rate our stretching on a scale from zero to 10, where zero is no stretch, so you're not feeling any stretch at all, and 10 is really painful, we want to keep the intensity quite low. For, so as an example, for some of those smaller muscle groups like your neck and your shoulder and so forth, um, we want to keep the intensity really low, something only about a three or four out of 10. Um, for some of the larger muscle groups, we can up the intensity a little bit, like those big muscles around your hips and core and back and, uh, and legs. We can increase the intensity a little bit up to say six or seven out of 10. But we don't wanna go past that. We don't wanna to get to the point where we feel pain. What happens then is the body employs a defense mechanism called the stretch reflex. And as soon as you start to feel pain, the body tenses up and tightens those muscles. So um, if that happens, you're sort of working against yourself and going nowhere. You're trying to stretch your muscles, your body is trying to contract the muscle to protect it, and you're really getting no benefit from your stretching. So keep your stretching very light, very gentle, very easy. Now for improving range of motion, which is usually the goal for most people, you wanna be doing that static type stretching. So remember I said earlier, static stretching is when you get into that stretch position and you hold that stretch. 
usually for a minimum of 30 seconds. You need that time for your body to relax, for your body to loosen up and sort of let go, release those muscles for you to get the real benefit from it. So 30 seconds is, a, is an absolute minimum. And if you can extend that out to about a minute, that's perfect. Uh, now the best time to do your stretching for improving your range of motion is late at night before you go to bed. So if you can take a few minutes before you go to bed to say sit on the floor and do a few of your favorite stretches, then that's the best time to do your stretches. That's the time when um, your body uh, obviously does a lot of its healing while you're sleeping. So your body is actually healing in that elongated state. It's also the last thing your nervous system remembers before you fall asleep. So that's an added advantage or added benefit to stretching at night. Um, another rule which is really important is to make sure you breathe while you're doing your stretches. Um, a lot of people unconsciously hold their breath while they're stretching. So take note of your breathing. Make sure you're breathing nice and deeply, nice and slowly while you're doing your stretches. Another important rule is to mix up your stretches, mix up a lot of different stretches so you're not just doing the same stretch over and over again. It's a little bit like going to the gym. You don't want to go to the gym and just do the same exercise over and over again. You want to mix them up so you get a good variety of stretches um, that will really target those muscle groups from different um, different. Uh, areas, different um, locations, and really stretch the whole muscle there. And lastly, I want to remind people that stretching is like any other exercise. Um, you have to engage in it for the long term. You're not going to just do a few stretches one evening and wake up super flexible the next day. Um, it's exactly the same as any other type of stretching. Um, if you decide to go to the gym and uh, work on your strength training, it's going to take a little bit of time before you start to see results. And it's exactly the same with stretching. So stick with it for the long term. Um, typically, you want to work for about two to three months before you see some really good changes. You'll get some good changes initially, but over the long term is where the real benefits come from. So hopefully that gives you some guidelines and some rules and some sort of, um, you know, what to do and what not to do to help with your stretching. Um, so the next thing for you to do is go out there, try a few stretches, uh, put these rules into practice and uh, give it a go. So bye for now. Uh, Brad, we should probably record where you want people to go. So either mention your book or website or whatever you want. Do you just want to do that now and I'll put it at the end of each video? Yep. <clears throat> okay, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Brad Walker from stretchcoach.com. Um, I've got a whole heap of resources on my website that are available to you guys all for free. I have hundreds of articles. I have hundreds of videos. Uh, I have stretches for every sport you can think of. I have stretches for um, all the different muscle groups. I have stretches if you're suffering with injuries. Um, I can teach you how to incorporate your stretching properly to help you improve those injuries. Um, and that's all available to you for free. So head on over to my website at stretchcoach.com. Have a look around. Uh, use the search feature to look for whatever you're looking for. And I'm sure you'll find plenty of useful information there. Bye for now. Okay, everyone. 
Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Brad Walker from stretchcoach.com. Um, I've got a whole heap of resources on my website that are available to you guys all for free. I have hundreds of articles. I have hundreds of videos. Uh, I have stretches for every sport you can think of. I have stretches for um, all the different muscle groups. I have stretches if you're suffering with injuries. Um, I can teach you how to incorporate your stretching properly to help you improve those injuries. Um, and that's all available to you for free. So head on over to my website at stretchcoach.com. Have a look around. Uh, use the search feature to look for whatever you're looking for. And I'm sure you'll find plenty of useful information there. Bye for now.